You're listening to Into the Box. The brand new podcast series brought to you by Milton Keynes Dance Theatre. Where we'll exclusively interview our artists. As we delve into the creative process behind this youth dance company's latest production, Pandora. Hi Harry. Hello Danny. So this week... We have a very close friend of ours. Hannah Smith is a returning member of the cast, like Jess and David. She did Romeo and Juliet. She was one of my corps de ballet soloist girls with me. Yes, third ballroom. (laughs) I mean, it makes you tired just thinking about it. Tiring, but it was so much fun. The choreo was so good. It was the most classical part of Romeo and Juliet. Definitely. Most of the time you were focusing on contemporary features, neoclassical, and then Owen approached us and went, classical! We're going to be doing this now. <laughs> to, I always think of it as the apprentice theme tune, but it's called something else. No, I can't get this wrong now. She's got to get it. She's the ballet boff, as we mentioned last week. Something of the nights, dance of the nights. I was right. I never doubted you. <laughs> so we are looking forward to welcoming on Hannah Smith. So let's get to it. Let's go. So we're now welcoming our third guest onto the show. It's Hannah Smith. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi. You are a returning member of MKDT. You were in Romeo and Juliet. How does it feel to go from a soloist role, coming back and getting the extra challenge of actually having a principal role because you're now one of the fates? I was really excited to get a principal role because last year I didn't have to focus on being a character so much, whereas this year I get to explore being a character. So I'm finding that quite fun to work with. With the way that your choreography works, the intertwining, how does it feel being one of those roles in Pandora where you are reliant on other people to make the choreography work. It's quite complicated. The whole part of the fates is very much contact work. You have to trust the other people in the group. There's a lot of arm movements, turning around. It's a fun part in that way because I haven't really worked in a trio as such before and you get to learn from other people when you're working with them. That's been hard over Zoom and I'm looking forward to nailing that bit when we get back. I mean, when one of the fates wasn't there one week, I filled in and honestly, I got completely lost. It was just a tangle of arms and legs. (laughs) So Romeo and Juliet was actually the last show that any of us did because of coronavirus. So how are you feeling about being able to get back to the stage in April? I just can't wait to get back on stage because that's the thing that I love the most with dance that's when I think it really pulls together last year by show week we're all so close so for me when I realized that for a long time we wouldn't be doing any shows it was heartbreaking because that's the best bit for me so I'm super looking forward to going back and having a great time I completely relate I really do miss the environment of show week especially with MKDT last time you made some real good friends. And a lot of them came back yeah. for this year. So that was really nice to see some new faces, but faces we've already seen before from last year. Coming in from Romeo and Juliet versus Pandora, did you feel that you'd grown in confidence? Definitely. I can be quite a shy person, but being part of the company has really helped me build my confidence. The show, all of the rehearsals and classes, because I was part of that whole show experience, generally I feel more confident to be able to be myself and it's such a nice group of people that I feel like I can be myself and I feel like I've improved on my communication skills especially when we're doing choreography when Justin and Owen want you to 
input your ideas. I've been more confident to be able to suggest them. Talking of inputting ideas, the SIN work, which we do in groups, how did you find creating the messages and the meanings behind your two sins? At the start, we were told to come together as a group and think about how we can relate to the sins and what main theme today we could fit with that sin. And I think that's a great idea just to start. So we, as dancers, have that picture in our mind and we can relate to it. And I think that makes the dancing so much better. So you, alongside me, are pride and sloth. Yes. So how do you feel about those sins and the way that then you can bring that out to the stage? Well, I think they're very different sins, which is quite cool because sloth is quite lazy. The style of dance is quite slow and fluid, whereas pride is upright and it's more classical. So it's interesting for me because I get to do both of those styles. I'm kind of curious. If you had to pick any sin out of all the choreo that you may have seen from others, which one would you be and why? I think I'd like to be in Wrath because <laughs> dancers are stress relief sometimes and I've been watching you <laughs> do it and you're so ferocious when you do it. <laughs> so much energy. And I think that that would just be such a great stress relief to try out. So I would be in wrath. We watch it from the side when we've just done our very put together classical ballet pride <laughs> and we're watching you going boom, boom, back, whacking the floor, <laughs> you know. I think it's because it's so opposite to our sins. It just really appeals to yeah. me. Yeah. I think it would probably be the sin that actually suits me the least. <laughs> but I'd just be really interested to try it. <laughs> Harry's tagline, make love, not war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like wrath suits you. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> Are you calling her angry? I'm not calling you angry. I'm calling you energetic and powerful. Thank you. You see, Hannah gets me. She knows you give everything. Yeah, all the time, Danielle. <laughs> Nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> Do you think that the MKDT environment makes you put in 110%? The more you put in, the more you get out of it. I think that... Everything that you do, it's what you make it. So dance, you have to really be in it and really love it because it's hard. But because the MKDT team is so supportive, I think it makes that easier just to put in all the effort because it's worth it. And at the end of show week, it's something to be so proud of. So talking about that support, do you feel like being a part of MKDT has broadened your knowledge of different styles that you might not have been used to? Yeah, I've been trained predominantly in ballet. But what I've loved about being part of MKDT is that I've tried a bit of contemporary, neoclassical with Owen. We've even done some jive and... Some rock and roll. Thank you, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really cool because I wouldn't have had that chance to try out that other stuff I would have just been doing ballet and that's great because ballet is my first love but I think as a dancer you have to be really versatile what's going through your mind when you're dancing whether that be in class or when you're dancing your roles firstly I'm thinking can we just get the steps right please and not make a mistake because <laughs> sometimes the choreography is quite challenging so a lot of my brain power goes into not messing up, <laughs> but taking the time to think about the character and trying to perform. Even though we're rehearsing, I try to, when I dance, make it as if I am performing so that I know how I can feel on stage and it's convincing. Which part of the show, Pandora, is your favourite to dance and why? 
Ooh, I think so far my favorite part to dance has been Pride because I've really enjoyed the choreography. It's like very impactful. We start walking on hands together. There's one line. It's quite dramatic. And I like the music, and it is classical, so that helps, and I think that's why I like it as well. Do you think that as choreography goes within the company, do you think it promotes your strengths and also forces you to better your weaknesses? Yeah, I mean, we start off the rehearsals with a technical class, so that's either contemporary or neoclassical with Owen. So already we're kind of building those two different styles. And then I think we do get put into the group with styles that suit us. So I think I was put in pride because I'm quite classical and that suits me. But again, sloth is not so classical. So that's more challenging for me. So I do think that it's good to do something that plays to your strengths, but then also work on something that you're not so confident with. And that's what's really great about Owen's choreography. So switching from these really different styles, do you have any process that you go through in your mind to change how you dance? I think when I start to hear the music, it kind of helps me switch mood and helps me get into that frame of mind, right, I'm dancing sloth now. The music really helps with that for me. And also because you play instruments what do you play i play piano and classical guitar so do you think that gives you a step up in dance yeah because musicality i think is something that you can't necessarily teach and recently in our zoom classes with mkdt i know that owen's been putting some challenging music with different rhythms and that's been quite interesting to work with because the music is so important and the accents improves the quality of your dance. So I think me being quite musical and having that passion for dance kind of knits together and really helps me. So what would you say has been the biggest piece of advice that somebody within the company has given you that's progressed you as a dancer? I've been given a lot of good advice from quite a few people but one thing that I always have in my head when I dance is you're focusing so much on dancing that you kind of forget to breathe. I know that I do so I think a good piece of advice that I've got from Owen and Jess is to breathe through the movement. I feel like because Owen and Jess focus so much on building a great company environment it does help tremendously with how people improve as a dancer. I think that's what makes the MKDT experience so unique because I think you get a lot of these kind of dance productions and companies where it's not such a nice environment. It's a bit toxic and competitive, but that's what's really nice about MKDT. It's very supportive and friendly. So in terms of like environment, do you think that MKDT has put on anything extra that has helped you learn about other people. We've been doing MKDT quizzes on Zoom after class. We had a lot of laughs with them. You could get to know everybody else a little bit better. And it was just another chance to meet up with everybody outside the dance environment, which is nice to do. Yeah. So MKDT challenges you in every sort of way. So what do you think is the area that you didn't have much experience in before that you might have taken away from your experience with MKDT? I think teamwork and team skills 
something that I've really developed. I haven't really been part of many big productions where there's all kinds of dancers there and new people. So working with different people, but people that share the passion for dance has been really cool to be a part of. If you're speaking about broadening your horizons, is dance something that you want to pursue as a career in the future? And do you think that what you've learned at MKDT has given you a better understanding of how the industry works and prepared you better for it? Had I not been part of MKDT, I don't think I would be considering a career in dance, but being a part of it has made me realise actually it is something that I could do, it's something I could be a part of, and it's broadened my imagination to go for that. And I really wouldn't have had any clue about what the industry is like or the career path that I would choose. But I think because it's quite a professional environment at MKDT, it's helped me to gain that knowledge. So I think because of MKDT, I would have a look at pursuing a career in dance. So you might not know the answer to this because I'm only a year younger than you and I really have not thought about it, but what sort of area would you consider going into in dance? I don't know. I think there are so many areas of dance that you could go into. Teaching, obviously performing. I would love to be a dancer, but I know that that's a tough world but there are so many other directions you could take your dance skills into it's something exciting to think about so if somebody was coming into mkdt who had never done it before what sort of advice would you give them i'd say put everything into it it's such a great opportunity to be a part of it so really go for it make new friends develop your skills develop your technique as a dancer and just enjoy the whole experience because i feel like the whole process goes really quickly and you start with the rehearsals and then it's show week so really just take it in your stride and make the most of it we have one final surprise. Okay. So we are doing, for everybody that we interview on here, quick fire questions to see how many you can answer in a minute. Now, I'm not going to lie. We know you quite well, and I don't really imagine you as a person who is very quick fire. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like to think before I say. This will be interesting. Especially for somebody who is, I would argue, one of the more mysterious cast members you don't often give a lot away i mean you could say that <laughs> so jess and david have both done this and i am keeping track of scores and time this week and harry you are doing questions okay i'm quite nervous now <laughs> <laughs> this is very serious your time starts after harry finishes reading your first question here we go first question first dance show you were in um isn't that something What's one of your nicknames? Smithy. Worst food? Bananas. Proudest moment? Um, getting a solo dance in a Biggest dance Biggest pet peeve? Um, people that eat with their mouths open. Are aliens real? No. Most embarrassing moment? Uh, walking off with a stranger's shopping trolley at Tesco's. <laughs> Favourite style of dance? Uh, ballet. Are you more motivated by criticism or praise? Praise. Party trick? Uh, splits. Advice to your younger self? Be confident. Have you seen a ghost? No. Favourite school subject? Uh, French. Biggest fear? Uh, dying alone. Middle name? Rebecca. Would you travel to the past or the future? 
future. Stop! Guys, I did so bad in that. That's not even funny. I tell you what, I did think that for the most embarrassing moment you were going to say when you were stood in front of Danielle's car with your yoga ball in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that was quite embarrassing. And you guys haven't let me forget that. I didn't want to walk out into the middle of the road. So you just walked in front of Danielle's car. <laughs> yeah, because she stopped for me. I said to my mum, mum, stop. I need to let Hannah cross the road. I was prepared to wait on the side like an average person but Danielle's mum waited for me so I walked across the road but then I couldn't go back because that would be rude for Danielle's mum but then I couldn't go forward because the traffic was coming <laughs> right so Hannah you got 16 now your face isn't telling a very happy story so uh, how do you feel about that uh, that's not very good is it who do you think's winning at the moment I think everyone did better than me I think David got 19 and I think Jess got 20 because i feel like she's pretty quick on that kind of thing well you're very very close with jess you are way off with david <laughs> <laughs> jess got 21 david got 11 so you are in second place okay i'll take that second's fine abby lee miller always says that second's the best to lose <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for chatting to us. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Uh, thank you for having me. It's been so great to have you on. And just before we go, just a few things to say. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, we'd love it if you could subscribe and download the latest episodes and then also rate. Feedback is amazing. We'd appreciate anything you'd say. Mine and Harry's Instagrams are open and MKDT's Instagram is open. Yes, my Instagram is Harry J. Yo, and yours is difficult to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it this week. XOX dot Danny with three eyes and another X. Yes, I made it when I was 13. No, don't judge me. Unique. It's unique. <laughs> Hannah, do you want to plug your Instagram? Anything that you've got going on? Sure. My Instagram is Hannah R. Smith. X. So we will see you all next week. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.